ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the hosts of the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast, Jesse and Joe, Episode 9, Favorites of 2018. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Jesse. And today we'll be talking about our top 18 games. Your 18 games, <laughs> I only have 7. Yes, our my top 18 games of 2018. <laughs> of course. So, first we're going to talk about... What we got this week. What came in the mail. Okay, what came in the mail? A lot of stuff. There's, there's a tower behind you <laughs> of stuff that either came in the mail or came home from Wisconsin. So, as Joe reaches back to the massive towers. Alright, first thing we've got is Hoagie by Larry Nebo. Fight Fight the Ogies, or Oogies, and build the perfect sandwich. And that came in the mail. A card game of sandwich building fun. We have Trash War, Cry Havoc, and Let Slip the Junkyard Dogs of War. This was another Kickstarter? Yes. That came in the mail. The card game of medieval junkyard combat. Looks pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, that I believe it was also by Larry Nebo. It came in the same box. Okay. As eyeball boxing and eyeball Hoagie. boxing by Larry Nebo. Uh, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. If not, I apologize. An eye for an eye in a doggy dog world. A hot dog building, eyeball punching, good time. Oh goodness! <laughs> Little card game, look pretty cool. Then we have I Hate Zombies, the Steve Jackson card game. Oh, I didn't realize that was Steve Jackson. Yes. And where did this one come from? That came from Gnome Games in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And we will talk more about that in a little in a little bit. We have. Sword Crafters, and in this year you build a three-dimensional sword. And this came from Wisconsin as well. As well, uh, from Gnome Games. Okay. And then we have Atlant Dice uh, from Ludonaut, Scott Huntington, and Sean Graham, and it is uh, it's a dice rolling game. But you are trying to save the treasure of treasures of Atlantis, and it looks really cool. And uh, so I picked that one up from Gnome Games as well. It does look very cool. Then we have What's Under the Carpet by Larry Nebo, <laughs> and uh, this is a little card game that you are putting um, creatures and objects underneath a carpet. It's actually a piece of shag carpet. It's blue on the box. It's a yes. blue shag carpet on the box. So you're putting stuff underneath the carpet, and you're trying to make uh, pairs. It's a little bit of set collection. And uh, from what I remember is the first person to throw all the cards and match up the pairs wins. Okay. So, there's that. This came in the mail. We have... Legendary Marvel Studios, the first 10 years, Phase 1. 
and this one came from Wisconsin. This was a birthday slash Christmas present. Yes. From no games. Not from them personally, <laughs> but from your parents. Well, if my dad had anything to do with it, they would have been gifting it to me. <laughs> All right. Then we have Goblivion. And this is... By the same... Uh, yep, Goblivion Games. I believe this is the first game they put out. Uh, it's a little uh, Canadian um, company. Hey. <laughs> um, little little kind of synopsis on this. This one looked interesting to me, so that's the whole reason why I backed it, and I like goblins and that kind of stuff. Okay. So, Goblivion is a solo or cooperative card game based on Castle Siege. Players team up to repel the attack of goblins and trolls. Your survival depends on your peasants' training or combat. According to the cards that will be dealt to you, you will have to make heartbreaking choices and implement a long-term strategy or else the bosses will eat you raw. <laughs> so, it, the artwork looks hilarious on it. Um, the guy did a really good job. So. Yeah, it looks looks really, really cool. And this one came in the game, and it says bilingual game on the back. Yeah, so it's it's French and um, English. Yeah, both, both languages so. are on the back. Yep. And that one, I believe, I think that was supposed to be out December, so, yeah, I think that one came on time. Then we have Dulasaur Island. Yay! The Extreme Edition. The Extreme Edition. What makes it extreme? Kickstarter Edition. Oh, fancy. Yep, so you get uh, some Kickstarter exclusive stuff in here. Um, this one's it's a two-player game. It's not as heavy as Dinosaur Island. Um, but it looks really cool. So I'm hoping you will play it with me. Yes, I will. Okay. I'm really hoping that pile of uh, games back there doesn't fall. <laughs> okay, then we I picked this one up. Uh, this was in a used section in uh, a local store, Game Chest. So this is A New World, a Carcassonne game by Rio Grande Ooh. Games. So I'd never seen it before. Uh, it came out in 2008. And uh, I'm a big fan of Carcassonne. So mm -hmm. I kind of wish we could get those at the table more. Another podcast. Yeah. Uh, the other one is uh, Trade Chambers Harvest by TMG Games. I'm running out of room for places to put these. <laughs> uh, this is also a used copy. Um, I played Harbor, and I played Harvest. Uh, our buddy Tom has both of them. Okay. I believe Eknum has them as well. Um, Watch but, where you're swinging that box there, buddy. But this is... Uh, yeah, I like the artwork on it. Um, Harbor and Harvest share the same art, and so it's kind of like a little series games, but it's pretty cool. There you go. Thanks. You're welcome. Now where do I put it? Um, not on the microphone. Uh, then we've got Lost City Rivals, and this is a two to four player game, so the Lost City card game is only two two player game. This one adds two more players and then a bidding element to it. Okay. There you go. Thank you. 
That wasn't me. And that is Quicks <laughs> that it just dropped. That we played um, last week with Echo. Yeah, we played a, a larger version. I can't remember what the name was. I think it was just the deluxe version. Okay. But Quicks is a smaller um, dice version. Um, I think it's essentially the same game. It is. You don't get the laminated dry erase. Right portion of yeah. that game. So you, you still get the, the four colored dice. You get the two white dice. You're rolling to to complete your boards. So yeah. Okay. Then we have Dinosaur Island, the Extreme Edition, totally liquid. Totally. This adds. There's a goat. <laughs> I found I found where the goat went. Yep. We we have the Mega Rex plastic dino. Okay. We have pla plastic baby dinos. Baby. And we have aquatic dinos. 98 more we plastic have dinos. plastic goats and plastic dino eggs. Oh my goodness. Yes. And some more dice or plot cards. It's going to add a lot to Dinosaur Island and I already love Dinosaur Island. And then we have Goldbrow. The cleverest businessman wins by Rio Grande Games. Uh, this was also in the used section down at Game Chest. Um, it, uh, it looked interesting to me. Okay, on the back, I just glanced at it. There's a drunken bum chip and a pretty waitress chip. Oh, yes. <laughs> The drunken bum and the pretty waitress. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And the last one, I, I don't know if you want to talk about that one, but it was just a Runebound? little expansion yep. that I grabbed. Well, yeah, Runebound I had gotten from one of our members. Um, he's moving, so he's having to cull his collection. <gasps> Tragic! Yes. And so he asked me if I was interested in Runebound, and I was like, yeah. I had a chance a while back to pick it up and just never did. And so I got that from him with uh, a couple expansions. So okay, that's what we've gotten in the last week. Our large stack that is now moved from your side. To I'm pretty sure I need some more shelf space. Side. Heaven help me. Okay, so <laughs> moving on, where did you go? I went to Two Rivers, Wisconsin, to surprise my parents. Okay. You went to Two Rivers. I went to Two Rivers. To surprise my parents for kind of uh, my mom's birthday and uh, Christmas, kind of. So mm -hmm. I went to go see them and hang out with them and uh, got up there early. My boss gave me the day off on Friday, so I went up and surprised them because they weren't expecting me to get there until late or early in the morning on Saturday. Oh, and you had fun and with so that. I, I did have fun with that. You did. <laughs> So um, I got to do that, and uh, we we went and checked out uh, a couple of thrift stores to check out their board game selection. Okay. And I got some some decent uh, picks. I got Hogtied and uh, uh, NASCAR. Something pickle letters. No, pickle letters is from uh, Gnome Games as well. Oh, okay. That was one of the other games I got. Okay. Um, I got that for the kids because it comes with little 3D pickles. Yeah, and our kids don't like pickles at all. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, 
we went to the game dealer downtown in Two Rivers. Okay, and you've been there before. Yeah, yeah, and they, they had a lot more games than they had last time. They did. So was it, so we went in late August, very beginning of September, Labor Day weekend, and he was just opening, right? Yeah, yep. And so you said he's got a lot more games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot more games. Um, shelves were very full this time. So last time he uh, he had kind of just the box spacing is what filled up the shelves. Okay. This time things were sideways filling oh, up wow. the shelves. So he's obviously done pretty well for himself starting out. Good deal. So I would not be surprised if eventually he has to go to a bigger location. Yeah. So that would be really really good. Yeah. I. It's kind of cool to, to see a game store in Two Rivers. Yeah, because Two so. Rivers is really, really small. How far well, is it it's, from... it's like 10 or 11,000 people. Yeah. So it's not super small. But, yeah, it is small enough. I mean, Green Bay, it's a lot smaller than Green Bay. Green Bay has Gnome Games, which we went on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And uh was really cool. So, the game dealer, <laughs> so, his logo... Is a meeple wearing a trench coat, flashing you board games. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> gnome games. Yes. Is a garden gnome leaning on a twenty-sided die, uh -huh. and then throughout their store, they have strategically placed garden gnomes. Tell them. Uh, so tell I was them. looking at a shelf. Yep. And underneath the shelf is a garden gnome taking a nap. Yeah, I want to go to this. To gnome games so much now. Yeah. Because I want to, like, find all the gnomes. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> so. It's just so, it sounds so cute. And they had a lot of games. They did? They had just shelves upon shelves of games. Half their store was full of games. Oh, wow. Um, uh, I was trying to think of something that was comparable. What about these um, six games in Rochester? D6 Games was really cool. Mm -hmm. Did not have the selection that Gnome Games had. Oh, wow. And if Rochester, you were to put Game Dealer and D6 Games together, you still would not have as big of a store or as much of a selection as they had. And to give people a little bit of perspective, I mean, Rochester is, I want to say, it's the second biggest city in Minnesota compared to the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is huge. Well... Rochester, I think, or D6 games, uh, I would say a little over half of mm -hmm. their store was play space. Okay. So they had a good selection. Oh, not but saying that. most of their their store was table space. Yeah. So whereas uh, Gnome Games, mm -hmm. about half their store was table space. Okay. But it was a very large store. Oh, wow. So it was... It was really cool. Cool. They did a really good job. Um, so I walked in the door for, for Gnome Games, and uh, this guy was, was setting up um, the 8-bit box. Yeah, you told me about and that. And so I had uh, I'd asked him what he thought about it. He really liked um, the track and field game. Mm -hmm. He said that was the best game, hands down. And he was just learning how to how to do the, the driving one. Okay. But he said uh, Pixels 
or Pix Pixoid, I think is what it is. The um, the Pac-Man Pac version. version. Yeah. It's, it's basically just uh, you're running around the board trying to eat up as much stuff as you can before the other players. So okay. he says it was very basic, but the track and field offered the most for that game. Okay. So he was greatly anticipating uh, the other games. So. so I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Thinking about our game room right now. Yes. And gnome games. Did they have any Packer gnomes? I don't know. You didn't find any? I didn't find any. I, we weren't there that long. We were only there for about a half an hour. Okay. So. And for you, that's And not for very me, long. I was just looking at all <laughs> the new games. So. And that's not very long for you. No. No, it's not. And I. A lot of, lot of games that we looking at. So. Okay. Was, they had um, Carcassonne Gold Rush, which I really wanted to pick up. Yeah. And uh, Carcassonne Over the Hill in Dale. Oh, okay. Um, which I really want to pick up, <laughs> but I did not pick up either one of them. You showed um, restraint. I, I showed lack of money. Oh. Because <laughs> if I would have had the money, I would have bought both of them. Okay. So those are two that I've been looking for for a very long time. Okay. So, like I said, I, I really like the Carcassonne, so. But I found uh, Sword Crafter, which mm -hmm. I thought I could get the kids to play. Okay. And I thought that would be a good one for Christmas because you're building a 3D sword. So going back and And my that, parents really enjoyed playing that one. You know, getting non-gamers into playing these games. And you actually played that going into our next little segment. Yes. Um, what did you play over the weekend when you went to go visit your parents? Well, we played... Uh, I, <laughs> I wanted to play Fireball Island. Yes. But I left Volcar here. <laughs> oh no! And Volcar is a very pivotal point to this game, so you cannot play this game without Volcar. You could have played without the helicopter. Right. Yes. And I mean, you you could essentially, if you really wanted to, play it without Volcar, but that takes all the fun away. It does because you have you can. That's where you drop him. the marbles in. So it it really is pivotal to have Volcar. It is, and you you. You can turn him. That's one. Of, you can do that mm -hmm. as one of your actions for right. some of the cars. I remember. So I got to show him the game, but we did not play it because okay. I did not have Volcar, so I could not do Fireball Island justice without Volcar. Yes, Volcar is pivotal. Yeah. Yes, the wrath of Volcar. So since you couldn't play Fireball Island, what we did you played play? a game of Dice Stars. Dice Stars, which is um, essentially a Yahtzee-esque game. So you are grabbing uh, one to three dice out of the bag, mm -hmm. and you'll roll it, and in the center of the table is the dice pool. Is this so, one of our games? Yes. So you will, um, the first player has to take three dice, this is and you can choose, you have a score sheet, and so you can choose to uh, go downward and use a color. So if you want to take all the oranges, you will... Uh, if you, let's say you take two dice, mm -hmm. you take oranges. So you mark off the first spot as an X, and then you put the sum of the two dice in the second box. And your goal is to fill up all the white boxes to end the game. Or, if you can't fill a white box, you have to take meteor damage. So that's a minus. Yeah. And that signals the end of the game as well. So we played that. Um, they really liked it. Uh, we played Centric Golem right after that. Okay. 
And then Saturday, we ended up watching Equalizer 2 on on Friday night after we played games. And how so. was that compared to the first one? I liked the first one better. Okay. Um, but the second one was was equally as, as, as good. It had a different storyline to it. Mm-hmm. I really liked Denzel Washington. Yeah, I think he does a really good job mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I, I like the original Equalizer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I watched that when I was younger. But as a remake, mm-hmm. I, I really do enjoy the new Equalizer. Okay. So. Um, and you went and saw The Mule with... Yeah, on Saturday, Saturday we, we went to a an indoor farmer's market, and there was a lot of organic stuff. I ended up getting some stone ground mustard dip for pretzels, and... Uh, some hand soap. Some, yep, some homemade hand soap. Got you some Christmas scents, and then we Christmas got... Eve and sleigh ride. Yes, and then we got some dragon's blood for the gamers. <laughs> and then I, I don't like the smell. That smell, it's too strong for me. But I know. Good job, man. Yeah. Um, and then I gave my mom uh, the cranberry pomegranate mm-hmm. hand soap, which smelled really good. But um, I felt like my mom needed one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up the kids some some wands. Mm-hmm. And it went over really well, and I wish I had gotten more. Yeah. So actually, we'll probably end up making some. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we got at the farmer's market. And then from there, we went and ate at... Well, from there, we went to Gnome Games. And then we went and ate, ate at the uh, Lambeau Field at 1919. Wow. And my dad bought me... Um, Curly's ale. Well. So, and then I got a, a mushroom and Swiss burger that was rare, and it was It was glorious. Awesome. So, what did you actually play on Saturday? And then we went to the Mule. Oh, my God. Uh, at at the Market Theaters. You're ignoring me. Which is like an old-time retro look to a theater. Did you really awesome. Rampage there? No, we went to uh, AMC Theaters in Manitowoc okay. at Rampage. But so the Mule we Bay. saw in, in Marcus Theaters, and I have not been there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie was really good. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend anybody that's a Clint Eastwood fan to go and see that movie. Are you going to talk about the And game? then and we then. went we went back to my parents' house, and my mom made tater tot casserole. And then we played Sword Crafters, mm-hmm. and then we ate some Cherry Mellow. Cherry Mellow. Uh-huh. Actually, he was nice, and he brought me some home, because this is a family recipe that your mom has perfected over the years that she's been married to your dad, because mm-hmm. it was a Hammerly recipe. It was. It was and my grandma Hammerly's recipe, yes. We, when your parents lived in town, we always had Cherry Mellow. Yes. And I always had to scrape, like, get a piece because your dad loves it and so do you. So I'm very surprised that I got a piece all the way from Tourist, Wisconsin. It's the only piece we dropped on the ground. Okay. Okay. It was a very um, large piece. I still have some in the fridge, actually. Yeah, actually, half of that was mine. Well, there's a big half still and, in there. And then half of it was yours. Okay, well, the big half <laughs> is still in there. You can have um, it. 
then we watched the solo Star Wars movie. Okay. And and I thought that was was okay. Mm-hmm. I I liked it. I liked the story of Han and Chewie mm-hmm. and kind of the, you know this is how they their origin yeah. story. Um, but it wasn't super exciting. So I would watch it again, but it wasn't extravagant. It wasn't I don't think as good as the Star Wars movies. Um, the and and that's the thing is kind of the spin-offs have not been that appealing to me. Oh, you're talking like about the Rogue, Rogue One. One. Okay. Is that Rogue One and Solo are those the only ones? I think right now those are I'm, they just weren't breakout for me. I really enjoy the Star Wars movies. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's there's some of the like the prequels, the one, two, and three mm-hmm. that were not that good, but the original, the original three were awesome, and I they're think classic. they're just there's nothing going to be as as good as those. No, they're classic. And even the the current the ones uh, that have come out recently. Yeah, seven, eight, nine. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I I don't I feel like those are not as well as the originals either. And I know the originals are dated with the special effects and whatnot. But still, since we're on this tangent, it's that nostalgic value that we all we talk about with these board games. You know, you you talk about the Star Trek games that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, one of your top five games I think was actually your number one game was a Star Trek game. You know, it's that nostalgic value. People remember when these movies came out. And even though I haven't watched those ones in a very, very long time, you know what... You you remember those. Remember. Oh my God, we're not going to Disney right now. (laughs) So, moving on to our actual topic. All right. Your um my little measly list compared to yours. Yeah, we were gonna do our top eighteen games of the two thousand eighteen releases. Yes. In two thousand eighteen. Yes. And how many times can I say two thousand eighteen? I don't know. Two thousand eighteen times. Probably. <laughs> All right. So my number eighteen, mm-hmm. and these are. Just so you know, these are games that we own that are in our collection yes. of the 2018 release. I think we had like 61 to pick from. That's including all the expansions. I noticed when I was going through the list, it put the expansions in there too. Sure it did. So it did. The, <sighs> no, like Dulosaur Island and... That's not an expansion, that's a standalone game. Well, all the Fireball Island ones. Fireball Island. Those are all on there as their own separate individual game. Okay, so 61 expansions and games. Whatever you're being. Yeah, your number 18 game. My number 18. Villainous. Now, I really enjoy this game. Mm -hmm. Um, As a Disney-esque standpoint, um... I'm not a huge Disney guy. Not as much as your wife is. No. Um, I, I enjoy watching the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, I don't like need to be tattooed with the stuff or wear the stuff. Wow. Or I mean, I'm not trying to call anybody out here. You are. <laughs> wow. Keep jabbing at I your life. I am not a huge Disney fan. Now I understand that Disney now owns Marvel. I get that. But I'm not. I'm not a huge. The Disney movie that I fell in love with when I was a kid mm-hmm. was Aladdin. Yep. And that's coming out. In May, right. live action. Um, but the only one I really care about was the one with Rob Williams as the genie, and yes. I don't think anyone will ever do it justice. So we're not going to go on that tangent right anyway, now. Anyway, villain. I think it was a great game, great components. Um, I just I really enjoyed it, and I didn't think I would actually like it, Mm-mm. and and I really did. I thought you know the, the pieces were really cool. Yeah. So, only, I mean, that right there made the game for me. The only complaint I have about Villainous is I wish that the cauldron, that the coin oh, got yeah, in, was, it, uh, was a little bit better quality. Kind of that cheap plastic yeah. uh, form stuff. Little Alright, and my number 17, Star Trek Flux. Now, they came out with the Next Generation and the original series, and then they came up with the Bridge Expansion to combine both games. I got all three, but I really only care about the original series. <laughs> and Flux. I mean, it's it's a very simplistic card game. I was just going to say that. It's very simple and easy. I really like Star- our, the Firefly Flux. Say yeah, that three times fast. I can't. It is late, and I'm... Yeah. I like to play Firefly. Firefly, blah, blah, blah. And see, I haven't played this game, so this is why my list is so puny compared to yours. Yeah, play a lot of games. That's okay. All right, my number sixteen is the Pirates Flight. Yep. Now I didn't enjoy this game as much as you did. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's some of the games that it just depends on the day, the time of the day, mm-hmm. for a take that game where you're just completely being bombarded by. Everybody that's playing the game. Well, and I guess I, I know a lot of it has to do with, you know, your mood. You know, you can be playing your favorite game, but if you don't feel good, if it's late, if you're ready to go to bed, you just want to get it over and done yeah. with, yep. and you want to be done. Yeah, and that is one game where once you have the flag, everybody that's playing the game is after you. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. it's not you're playing against one player, and they're playing against another player. It's, you're playing against every single person that's playing the game. Mm-hmm. So, I like it. It's just not my favorite. So, so, why is that one higher than Star Trek Flux? Because it's Flux. It's just a very simple game. With a theme. You know, kind of thrown in. Okay. That's really, that's the only reason why. Well, why is Villainous so low? Because of the Disney aspect? Yeah, I'm just... There's only, like, one character that I actually liked. Mm. <sighs> this isn't your list. This is my list. Yeah. So back yeah, off. No. Jeez. My puny list over there. After that, for me, my number 15 is Firefly Adventures. When did you play this one? I played it with Tom. And how did I miss that? Uh, because you used to sit in the house. Hide in the house yeah. more like it. Yeah, hide in the house every time I play a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just, it was okay. It just seemed like the production was rushed on this one a little bit. Just pretty much slapped Firefly on it. And yeah, kind of. 
So maybe, maybe I'll try it again. But it's a Firefly game, and I, I do enjoy it. It just seemed like the quality could have been a little bit better. Okay. Uh, my number 14 is Before the Earth Explodes. And that is a two-player card game by Green Couch Games. Oh. And you are just trying to dwindle the other player down and build yourself up and win the game Okay. before the earth explodes. <laughs> yep, you still have quite a few to get down to my little seven game. My number 13 is Five Minute Marvel. I enjoy this game, just not as much as Five Minute Dungeon. Right. And it is a very quick, fast-paced, cooperative card game that everyone is trying to beat a boss monster. Mm -hmm. So, in 5-Minute Marvel, you are trying to beat the villains, like Thanos, MODOK, uh, ones like that, Loki. Loki. Yeah, so, uh, my number, that was my number 13. My number 12, 12 is Atlantis, and I have not played this one yet. It just looks really cool, so mm -hmm. that's why it made my number 12. Cause See, if I knew that was the rule, my list would have been longer. I told you that. Actually, when we were doing that, you just didn't listen. Well, actually, only one of those on there I haven't played yet. Oh. Alright. Anyway, <laughs> number 11, Attack of the Jelly Monsters. Now, I've had this one out several times. Um, still haven't had a chance to play it. It, uh, I know how to play it. Mm -hmm. Every person is a group of dice, and they are trying to shut down systems and defeat the Jelly Monsters. <laughs> And uh, it's all based on points. Mm -hmm. you, you might block doors or open doors and force other people to get locked out, stuff like that. And it, it looks really cool. I think it plays up to six people. So, okay. Moving on to your number 10, getting closer. My number 10, Dinosaur Island, totally liquid. Okay. And I love Dinosaur Island. I think it's an awesome Euro game. Mm -hmm. um, work placement, love it. Uh, especially the Extreme Edition, all the different types of dinosaurs. And, I mean, that can kind of get a little time-consuming as well, you know, with the setup, if you're separating everything, or if you're playing with people and they have to have a certain dinosaur, then, yeah, okay, it, it will take a little time, and, and you'll upset some people because there's not enough of that dinosaur. Well, I didn't design the game, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Does it really matter which dinosaur it you really have It really doesn't, because um, in, the, in the retail version, there's only one type of dinosaur. Okay. So it really doesn't. It's, it's, it's purely for flavor. That's okay. all it is. Uh, in, the, in the base game, they didn't even have all the dinosaurs. Okay. So you're, you're going to end up using other dinosaurs. Um, this one adds aquatic dinosaurs, um, just a bunch of other stuff, and a fifth layer. So... Yep. Now I can play. Uh, my number nine. Number nine, getting closer to my number seven. Dualosaur Island. <gasps> Shocker. So, two-player game, lighter than Dinosaur Island. Really want to get to the table. So, hopefully, sometime soon. Maybe we can play it on Christmas. Yeah, I doubt that. Um, my number eight, Fireball Island. Really, really like this game. Mm -hmm. um, still haven't figured out how to put it back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So I might have to do a little research and see if anyone has come up with a box solution or how to pack it back into the box because when I got it, I was so excited. I tore that thing out of the box, and then I was going to put it away. I was like, this doesn't fit back in the box. <laughs> so I don't know what happened or, or what I did, but I can get the three island pieces back in the box, but nothing else fits. So Well, maybe it's because you went a little gamer on the box and you put everything in the I can't even container. fit Volcar in the box. Oh. Well, I cannot fit anything but the three island pieces in the big box. Have you tried putting Volcar underneath the island? It doesn't fit. Oh. I can barely get the three island pieces in the box. So. And this from the man who can look at something and pack everything. I know. That's what's bugging me. This is the Tetris King over yeah. here. Pretty much, but apparently yeah. not with Fireball Island. <laughs> so any any people that live on an island, uh, do not ask me to pack your island <laughs> into a box, because apparently that is my weakness. <laughs> Abstract items do not pack well. My number seven is Marvel Legendary... Phase 1. This is a standalone game from the other Marvel Legendaries. This is the Cinematic Universe. Now, I was a little curious about this, because in Marvel Legendary, they had released a Cinematic Universe expansion, and there was a lot of discussion about this. The Spider-Man Homecoming was actually all movie pictures. Mm-hmm. Now, is that an expansion for Marvel Legendary, or is that an expansion for Phase 1? My guess... Because it came out way before Phase 1 did. Oh. I was just going to say that. When did it come out? came out with Marvel Legendary. It was supposed to be an expansion for Marvel Legendary. Okay. But I might end up just moving that over to Phase 1, because it doesn't really fit with the artwork of Marvel Legendary. Marvel Legendary is all artwork. Home, uh, homecoming is movie pictures. Okay, calm down over there. And so is Phase One. Calm down. I'm calm. My number seven. Your number seven is Harry Potter Codename, oh. which you just got. For so me. you haven't played that one yet. No, I haven't, but it's on oh. my list. Did you know that was only a two-player game? What? Yeah. Learning stuff as we go. Oh, interesting. It's a two-player game, so apparently if you like duet, Codenames Duet, uh -huh. you will like Codenames Harry Potter. So it's got a different aspect to it. We've never played Codenames Duet, so okay. um, you'll have to check it out. But it's, it's a two-player game. I'm guessing I will probably get my butt kicked in that, too. <gasps> yeah, because I suck at Codenames. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number six. Number six is an expansion. Okay. And it is for Marvel Legendary, the original game. But? And it is World War Hulk. It took you long enough to spit it out. Yeah, because it's awesome. Because it's Hulk, and it's World War Hulk. Yeah, it's like one of the greatest storylines of the second run of the Hulk. Okay, we're not going into that. My number six is Fireball Island. Because I 
I like the the marble aspect of it because it's not going to be the same game. You're not always going to get knocked down. Here's the deal, folks. The reason why she loves this game so much is because I cannot pack it into a box. <laughs> no, that's not the reason. <laughs> but, but it's a great, you know, I don't want, I don't know what to say for that. You just totally took the words out of my mouth. See? I'm trying to talk about It's why. because I can't pack it into a box. No, because I like it. And we can play it with Kathleen, even though she's four. It's fun. She loves it. And anything that we can get the kids involved with makes me love it even more. Yeah. So that is my number six is Fireball Island. Okay. My number five is Monster Crunch. 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 Crush. Yeah. Crunch. It's Crunch. Uh, Breakfast Battle, I believe it is. Okay. It's the, uh, the old... Frankenberry and blueberry and Count Chocolate. That nostalgic value yes. there again. It's it's a quick, fun little card game, and you're just trying to eat cereal. So I really enjoy that one. Okay. My number five is Thanos Rising. Oh. And even though I don't think we've ever actually won. I have. It's still... I played with my parents. It's a very hard game, and it's makes you so angry, but it's not going to be the same. Were you angry because you were dusted? No, I wasn't angry because I was dusted. I was angry because we kept getting these really hard, um, I don't know the name of Thanos' little lackey guys, but they just kept coming out and creating havoc for us, and it was very hard to do what we were supposed to do without him getting all the gems. And it's got a very large playability, and as kids get older, they're really getting into the whole Marvel aspect that we really love. So I think this is going to be a great game that they can play. And they love looking at the characters. You know, Kathleen looked at something the other day, and she was like, Black Widow! Mm -hmm. You know? So that's my number five with Thanos Rising. My number four is Raids by Yellow Games. Oh, I want to play that. And that is, it's a pretty quick play game. Um, the pieces are really awesome. You get these little uh, laser-cut wooden Vikings. <laughs> ships, I thought they were no, ships. No, they're Vikings. Oh, okay. And you have ships that your player board. And you're upgrading your ship, whether you're putting uh, defenses, uh, attack... Uh, more um, uh, more sales. Mm -hmm. You're upgrading your ship. But okay. the, the people that you have on there are the little wooden Vikings. And it just, it's really cool. The artwork's great. It's a fun game. I really enjoy that one. Kind of reminds, the way you're describing it kind of reminds me of Rattle Battle where you can upgrade your yeah. ship. Yeah. That's kinda. the yep. only aspect that yep. I think is that my number four is actually Pirate's Flag. I really enjoyed playing that one. I know you didn't, but I really enjoyed it because, number one, I won, which doesn't happen very often. Happens more than you think. Well, not with that group of people. I don't win very often. But I really liked it. Um, 
I wish there was a little pirate skull on the uh, the flag, but I love anything pirate, so that's just a given right there. That I like that game. So that's my number four. My number three, Sword Crafters, <clears throat> and that is we talked about a little bit earlier. You have, depending on the player count, you have uh, it's three players or less. You have a grid of four by three. Mm -hmm. uh, these tiles, and what you're going to do is starting with the first player is they're going to slice the grid in half or whatever. So if they horizontal, diagonal. Whatever group is there, they slice it. The next person slices one of the other groups. So if there's two groups after the first one, they slice another one, they make a third group. The third player goes, they slice, they make a fourth group. The first player gets to choose which group they want. Second player chooses, third player chooses, and then the fourth group goes back to the box. Um, you will take whatever pieces you got, and you will start to build your sword and you're building a three-dimensional sword. So it is Woo! really cool. And uh, the points base off of a uh, run of gems on, uh, on all four sides. Uh, the magic quality, um, something else. But basically all the gem combinations give you points. Okay. And so uh, there's longest sword that gives you points. Uh, there's quality. And there's magic. And whoever, at the end of the game, has the most points wins. Yay! Number so. three. Which I completely forgot about, because we haven't played it in so long. Is Werebeast. And the reason I love it, and I don't know how we got this version, is because we got the little um, little things that look like Werechow. The little tuna cans. The little tuna cans, thank you. You're just sitting here letting me flounder over here. Flounder. Yeah, thanks. Find nothing. Smashed you. <laughs> but I like it because they, they took the concept of werewolves and they just expanded on it. I mean, you have were clowns, you have were kittens, and um, there's a whole bunch of other ones. But the actual little cans. Oh, I'll, I'll contribute to this because this is actually my number two. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got where ghosts, you've got oh, where okay. clowns, you've got where houses, yeah. you've got where mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. And so it's a bidding game, and you have two objectives, one on each side of you, and you share that objective with the person sitting next to you. Now, they have another objective that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. You cannot accuse them of the objective that you're sharing with them. Mm hmm. The goal is to guess what every player has as their goal. And if you get it wrong, you're out. But if yes, you get it right... Yes, if you right, get it wrong, you are out, and they choose whether to take your cards or, your, or chow. your chow. If you get it right, they are out, and you get to choose whether you want their wear chow or their cards. Mm -hmm. At the end of the game, when there's only two people left, those two people add up their points. So if they are collecting all the were beasts or the werewolves or the were kitties, they add up their points, um, and then uh, there's a were chow that's a tiebreaker. But there's also a goal of collecting the most were chow. Yes. So 
Um, that was my number two. That's my number three. Okay, what's your number two? My number two, number two. My number two. What's number one? Sorry, my bad. My number two is Five Minute number Marvel. Two. Five Minute Marvel. My number two. And it's strictly, you know, that nostalgic value. I love Marvel. It's a very fast-paced game, so it gets you, you know, you have five minutes. My number two. Stop it. You have five minutes to beat the boss. And the one thing that we've talked about before... Five minutes to save the world? Shut up. We got five minutes to save the world. No? Okay. One thing I wish they would do is I wish they would change the timer countdown. I wish there was a little bit more variety. I wish you could have Friday or Karen or Jarvis. Yeah. I'm okay with Jarvis. I just don't think he smack talks enough. No, he doesn't, but does Jarvis really smack talk? And I mean, to be honest, if you've got this game, you don't even need the timer. Just get a five-minute timer or a timer on your phone or anything. I mean, that's, that's basically of, the same thing. It's part of the game. You know, that's what makes five-minute dungeon so much fun. Well, I like the artwork. Yeah, the artwork's good, too. So... The one thing I did like about 5-Minute Marvel that isn't in 5-Minute Dungeon is the fact that you have a special deck that is your special superpower, and I'm going to smack you <laughs> right now. Be good. We're not talking about that, because that game isn't even here yet. No, I'm talking about our number one. What are you talking about? Mm. Are you talking about Highlander? Highlander the board game? <laughs> Highlander rant. I'm sorry. What is your That'll number one? That'll be your Tuesday. What is your number one? My number one. And I can't even open the box. Engage. Number one. Number one. Why is Thanos rising? Will you join me in a laugh? No. Why is number? <laughs> why is Thanos rising your number one? Thanos rising is my number one. Why? The whole gameplay, the two boards, mm -hmm. the cooperative aspect is just awesome. And then you're throwing dice. It's just, it's an all-out great game on all fronts. You've got this awesome miniature in the middle of Thanos that turns, and, and that's when he activates certain sectors. You've got, you know, recruiting, so you got a little bit of deck builder aspect, kind of. Um, you know, obviously you're not building a deck, but you're building a team. You're kind of you're in engine it building. In front of you. you're, you're doing the engine building, so you're 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 getting dice, you're getting abilities. There's just so much going on in this game that I never get bored, I never get tired, mm -mm. and I want to play it right now. It's a little late. Number one. My number Will you one. Join me in a laugh. No, my number one is actually villainous. And are you going to be good and let me talk about it? Or are you going to sit over there and make faces and be all goofy? I'm going to be great. Right. Okay. I'm just going to sit here and wait for you to be done. All right, fine. Go with your villainous. Oh, my God. You want a villainous. Talk about your villainous. Are you done? I'm done. Thomas? No, but go ahead. Villainous. I love it because everybody has their own little board in front of them. And 
each character is different, and I really think that they're going to introduce new villains, because if you go to their website, you can vote for your favorite villain. So right now, you only have six villains, and usually I play as Ursula, but what, you're, what I really, really love is that you get to play the villain. You're not trying to be the hero or the protagonist. You get to be the villain. And what you have to do is you have to, each person has their own objective. I feel like the villains were just misunderstood. They really were. Mm -hmm. and then, they weren't really bad at all. I think that the good guys were the real bad guys. Don't even get me started because there's a whole series of books out there, right? And I only read the first one that take the perspective of the villain. Mm -hmm. But different tangent. Crazy. Not you're crazy. I'm just saying the villains are crazy. Anyways, you play... Sharknado. Sorry. I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> go on with your bad self. You have to play what are called fake cards on other people, which are the good guys. Is that the white cards? Those are the white cards. Okay. Those are your good guys that you are trying to defeat. Good guys. Yes. And it's, it's really it's not easy to win. It's not like you're going to whip through this game in like four turns. How many times have you played this game? Three. How many times have you won? Zero. One. Um, Jazzy Jeff? The first time was Katie because she was the Queen of Hearts. Tay Tay. The second time... Jazzy Jeff. <clears throat> Jasmine. I'm just curious. When Jasmine played... <laughs> she did play as far. She, <laughs> she did. I think she did. I feel like she's a little biased. I feel like she played as Jafar. Because I was Ursula and who was Oh, Captain Hook. You played as Captain Hook and I'm really I played as Prince John. You did. When you played you played as Prince John. I played as Ursula again. Amanda played as Maleficent and her boyfriend played as Jafar. And I think it was either you or Amanda who won. I did not win. Or maybe it was Tom. Did Tom play? Tom won. That time? Yep. Because okay. if, if I would have if he, if I could have made him last one more turn, I would have won. You would have won because yeah. you needed so many I was there. Points. It's just Tom ended it sooner. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's my number one. Okay. For 2018. So that's our top picks for 2018. Hard to believe that it's almost over. Yeah. One I'd like to add, which I don't have yet, I'll have on Tuesday, which okay. is Highlander. I can't open the box. No, you can't, because there's Christmas presents in there, so. Me. Well, you've already gotten Christmas presents, so back off. Yeah, you gave me Quick and Harry Potter. I gave you what? Tell people that. It's a dice game, you goofball. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're really going into, like, Joe really late crazy mode right now? No. Yeah. Not crazy. Just because I can't pack up Fireball, I don't <laughs> does not mean I'm crazy. <laughs> well, um, please. 
All right. So. So on a serious note, uh-huh. uh, we had heard about um, a store in Fowler, Michigan. Yes. Candle Shack, Camora Candles, which is actually ran by my uncle Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, it burned down on Sunday. Yes, so it burned down yesterday, and they lost everything. They lost their inventory, their equipment, their tools, the store. The building itself was burned down to the ground. Um, so they are, well, I guess they're not really asking for help. They're not. Um, but somebody. all of their friends and followers and customers are giving them help. Mm-hmm. And so they, someone of their friends and family and and uh, loyal customers has set up a GoFundMe page for them to help them get back on their feet and get Camorra Candles back in business and to to constantly fill their orders that they still have coming in. And from my understanding, that they had orders that were just about ready to go out and the building burned down. So... Um, with it being my uncle, mm-hmm. um, I would like everyone else that if you are able to, um, send them some help. If if not, then just keep them in your prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll put a link in the show description for the GoFundMe page. Uh, if you do help, we greatly greatly appreciate it. If you can't, then I again just keep them in your prayers. Um, and uh, once they get back up and operational, uh, you might hear from them on our show. Yay! So uh, now we will be talking about our prize winner for Munchkin Oz, the guest artist edition. And our winner was Bill from South Dakota. Yes. So we. Uh, we will be getting a hold of him and getting his game to him. So, for next Sunday's giveaway, what is the game we are giving away? This will be our last giveaway for the month. Yahtzee, the Walking Dead edition. Okay. Now, I believe this is out of print. Mm-hmm. So, this is in the box, new, unplayed. There might be a layer of dust on it. Just a small little layer. So, uh, I this is a second copy that I had that's just been sitting around. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now it could be one of our lucky listeners' new copy. So, as always, if you listen to our episode, send us an email to enter into the drawing and just simply put something that you liked about our episode or something pertaining to our episode in the email. Tell us your favorite game from 2018. There we go. And send it to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com and then just in the subject line put entry. And we now have a Facebook page. Yes, we have a Facebook page for Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. And from that page, you can go to our website, which you just got up and running. Yes. And it's got a bunch of events 
that we're not sure if we're going to go to, but there are lots of events that are in the Midwest area, game events that we are putting on there so you guys can know about them. Yep, and we will try to make it to most of them. Yeah. So uh, there's a little description about them. I also included a link to their website, so if you would like to get tickets or find out a little more about them, just go ahead and go to our, our calendar page and uh, look at the upcoming events. I will be adding um, continuously. And uh, you can also listen to our podcasts right from the website. Mm -hmm. And um, also links to all of our social medias, our Twitters, our Facebook pages, Instagram, um, Pinterest. I'm not sure if I got that one working yet. <laughs> I don't know. And our YouTube channel. So um, if you are listening us, to us on iTunes, please give us a rating. Um, even if it's a one star, just to show that you're listening. <laughs> Hopefully you don't think we're that bad. Yeah. Uh, we really enjoy it. Also, uh, I was contacted by Trillbyte Games, and we will be receiving a review copy of The Seventh Gate. Yay. And so when we get that, we will do some playthroughs. We will ask our local gamers if they would like to be included in doing a playthrough of that and um, do a review on that. So we are looking forward to doing our first review. So, <laughs> um, is that, uh, our does that wrap it up? episode yes. is about the our most anticipated game coming out in 2019. This is true. All right. So we will talk about that next Sunday. Mm-hmm. A little teaser. Mm. Would, would one of them... What would one of them be? So help me God if you say Highlander. No, that's 2018. Mm -hmm. Love you, but you're really bad with numbers. Ouch. <laughs> All right, that's it for us tonight. Meanie. Until next time, I'm Joe. I'm not going to be Jesse tonight. <laughs>